The following program is a podcast1.com production. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm here with the stunningly beautiful Kristen Carol Takeman, one of my bestest, bestest friends in the whole world, and the new New York Housewives chickie. <laughs> the young one that's going to probably be pissing everyone off. <laughs> no comment. I know. <laughs> well, let me describe her. She's like 5'11". Big, big titties. <laughs> They're boobs. They're not titties. Don't call right, them titties. Sorry. Yours are titties. Mine are boobs. Okay. Yeah. I, I look exactly like Brandy, but no, I have short I hair. I wish I looked exactly like you, but I'm she's a little bit taller. Stunning. She's got a great body. She's got new boobs, actually. We were yes. just talking about mm-hmm. this. So we were at dinner in New York, and Kristen starts to tell a story. What story are we telling, Brandy? <laughs> There's a lot of stories. <laughs> BYOB. <laughs> I'm not going to tell. Well, should I tell the whole story? I don't know. Nine-year wedding anniversary. First year is diamond. Somewhere along there, there's paper. And nine years is silicone. You didn't know that? <laughs> I knew how it. How many I years did you make it? The, the how, many, what, how many anniversaries did you have? You didn't make it to silicone? No. I, no, I, I started <laughs> out with silicone, honey. I was smart to begin with. <laughs> totally. You had the salt water. That's the problem. I know. I couldn't get silicone back in the day. Really? No. Oh, yeah. You had yours when I remember... I met you and you had just gotten them. Did the, I? You you would I met oh, you yeah, right, right I did. before I did. you got them and then you went home to your mom's in Connecticut. No, I did. My mom came to me in New York. Or, she, you're yeah. like I can't move. I'm in the worst it was pain. Horrible. It scared me because I wanted them so bad. I know you did. But I was like what are I, like I was stuffing those cookies. You, I mean, bra. I look back at pictures of us and I'm like your boobs look bigger than mine. Like you were so good at doing that. It was crazy. I know. I know. It was but it was that when I first met like the guy like Eddie, I would be like making out with him. I'd take the pads out and throw them in the bushes <laughs> so that when his hand went into the bra, I was like oh, it just they just look big, you Oh know? my god. It I totally was, had the cutlets forever and I burned those puppies the second oh, I got the real thing. Me too. No more underwear. I have like the sexiest lingerie. Now, I always I had sexy lingerie, but I was always stuffing it. Totally. Well, you know why I'm here? While I'm here, I totally need you to take me bathing suit shopping because I my old bathing suits will not fit me anymore. <laughs> I, I feel like I deserve it, honestly. Like I've had two kids, I've breastfed. I know you're gagging right now. No, but- I, no, I mean, it's not like you're breastfeeding me. I'm not gagging. It's fine. I just didn't. No, I, I deserved it. I had like they were old implants. I needed new ones. I deserved it. I swear. I'm like, oh, I just feel so much better now. They look so much better. They feel so much better. And Josh, is whoop, he liking whoop, them? Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Josh has to get a vasectomy ASAP. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You Hello. guys. Yeah, no more kids. You have the cutest little kids. We ran into each other yesterday kind of on purpose. But yeah. she has Cash and Kingsley, who Kingsley. you'll meet on New York Housewives. Right. Which kind of trips me out that, um, I'm not going to lie, that Kim's dog's name is Kingsley. But for the <laughs> record, my baby daughter came first. Yes. She was and actually born first before the dog. So. That dog scares me. I, I know. On um, these last couple episodes, I'm like, whoa. It, no, but even without the cameras there, I went over and it was like, oh, it's trained. There's no cameras. It bit me. Oh, my God. And she goes, go to the corner. Go oh, to the my corner. God. What the fuck? <laughs> and you're like a dog person. I, I don't really. I'm going on the record, knock on wood or whatever, saying I, I'm not really a dog person. I remember. And people going to hate me for that. But I just, I grew up with a dog. His name was Dakota. He was amazing. A beautiful black lab. He was so great. I just don't like little dogs. And I'm Sorry that you have them and nope. you're going through I remember, all this stuff. I remember in New York when I was living there, and that's where we met. I had Jesse, the Jack Russell. He was yeah. my love of my life. And every he time. Did. He was mean too. No, he was not. He would 
little mean. No, he was not. He would. That was Wyatt. You're thinking oh, of the, oh, the other okay, one. Right, right. Jesse was the one that he would always try to sniff your hair, and you're like, Brandy, get this dog away from me. <laughs> I'm like, he loves you, Kristen. <laughs> oh, God bless you, Jess. I love you. I miss oh, you. I know. It's oh. sad. So let's talk about how we first met. Okay. <laughs> well, I remember what you were wearing. <laughs> was, was it? I, wasn't it a Halloween I, party? Oh yeah. What, what what are you thinking? I don't know. I, I yeah. Thought we no, met we right did before that at movies with Emma or something. No, I think we met at the Halloween party at okay. that restaurant in the West Village. Yes. It was called Zoo. Lazoo. Lazoo. Lazoo yeah. or no Waterloo. Waterloo. Yeah. Because well, they had the two restaurants. It was called Waterloo. It was like a remember it looked like a garage. They yes, it was big, very cool. It was actually yeah. Yeah, it's not I'm, there anymore, unfortunately. I'm, but exactly. yeah, West Village. And it was a Halloween party. And I was... Raquel Welch. Totally. <laughs> How fun. Right? You had a brunette wig on, zero clothing, like perfect body. And I'm like... You were a genie. You had no clothing on either. And you looked hot. It happens. <laughs> and I, think, I think Halloween is an excuse. We used it to get totally. naked and I be sweaty. And I fell you. off for a couple years, like being the young mom and all that. But I'm going to be... This year... This next year, look out. Let's tell the people what happened when you cut your hair. <laughs> oh. To the mommy bob. Oh my god. No, it's so not a mommy bob. You have it to was stop when you did it. it. But you it, were too it was the just only soon reason, for you. The only reason why you <laughs> It was just too soon. Put Kristen. it this way. I will tell the story. <sighs> Kristen has had long hair forever. I had long hair like yours. Long I sexy. just but I was just ready to sort of have something new. And the only reason why you're saying mommy bob is you because just put out I just your had a baby. But that wasn't fair to say that. It was. And people love my bob. I love your bob too now that I'm used to it and we're older. <laughs> but at the time, I actually cried. You did. She cried. <laughs> I went over to her house because Brandy always had the best dinner parties and all that fun stuff. We go Back over in there. The day. And she literally, I walk into her living room and you literally started crying. And I was like, that is the meanest thing ever. And then I'm like crying because it's like, you know, you just cut your hair and you're like, oh my God, does, doesn't it look good, friend? Friend, doesn't it look good? You're like, it I can't looks good. I was like, why did you do it? I don't understand. It's just, I really miss it. It's just so different. I couldn't hold, I couldn't hold it back. I know you couldn't, but you like it now. I it's do. different now. Everybody has long hair. No, now I love it because everyone's hair is fake. And now yeah. you have, I'm mean, like, obviously the only thing fake about you is your boobs. Yeah. Which, they're, uh, honestly, I earned my boobs. I'm you, happy with my fake boobs. I'm happy with my fake boobs. Because we would not be boobs. happy with my real boobs. Uh, oh, my God. It was like a National Geographic after yeah, two kids and right. breastfeeding. And I called it like the ball and sock. It was like a tube sock with a ball at the okay, end. that's really gross. Thanks. <laughs> well, no, not yeah. yours. I, no, in general. I know. In so general, gross. after you breastfeed yeah. and you have boobs, something just seems to happen to them. Totally. So move so Kristen was at my wedding and I was in her wedding. Mm-hmm. And we had we had the best time. We used yeah. to get in a lot of trouble yeah, together. We did. <laughs> we, you were married, which sucked, but I know. back in the day, because I wasn't. I know. But you know what? I but still I, I still had fun with you guys. Like, oh my god, you Eddie would did. go to work and I would go out with you guys and <laughs> I would we'd party for sure. I but every, wait, wait. Everybody knows that you lived in New York for a while, right? Yeah, did I just I, no, I lived in New York for five years. On we would go for the season of mm-hmm. Eddie's show and then go home during come back to California during off season. So that is how we met. And then you moved out to California to be with me. Yes. And then she moved back to New York. Right. Well, you know. So she left me. Full circle. We're happy back there. It was so amazing. Honestly, driving over the hill today to just come here, it was like, oh my God, Beverly Hills is amazing. All those big palm trees and yeah. it's sunny and warm. It's like and 75 today. It's crazy. I and know. you know what the best part is? Driving over that hill. I'm in my sister-in-law's Mini Cooper and oh, I get cute. to li- listen to Sirius Satellite Radio 
Channel 19, all Elvis, is it Elvis? all the time. Oh. oh my God, it's like heaven. This woman, Kristen, sitting with me is beyond obsessed with Elvis to the point where she named her daughter Kingsley after <laughs> the Secretly king. for the king, honestly. Because I thought it was better than like, I love Presley. And honestly, Josh, probably he said he would have let me name Cash um, Elvis. Oh, Elvis. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah. He, he was actually like, you could do it. I'm like, you know, as big of a fan as I am, that would be scary. We went to Vegas for Kristen's bachelorette party. And of course, we went to um, an Elvis impersonator, this guy, Trent Carly. Yeah. Was it Trent or Trent? Trent. And we almost lost Kristen that night. You almost lost me. Brandy, if you weren't there, I, I would be right now backstage. You would have been married, number one. I would have made him marry me. Okay, wait, let's back up a second. I want to say that he was at the Hilton as well, which was like he, this guy performed at the original stage that Elvis performed back in the day, back in the 70s. I wore my chain for you today. I, I see it. You? you are all, you're all Elvis all the time. Oh my God. Brandy literally, oh my God, do you want to tell the story? Yeah, I mean, you? I'll start it and you can kind of take over. We're there and Kristen's like crazy. This guy sounded exactly oh. like Elvis. He looked like him too. From afar. <laughs> Sorry, I Trent. mean, the man had more plastic surgery and makeup on than anyone I've ever seen, but he did from afar kind of look like him. But this, I mean, it was pretty amazing the way he sounded. We're all kind of enjoying it. And Kristen's half naked as you should be on your bachelorette party. Totally. And you're throwing, you're, you're like, woo, like screaming and basically throwing yourself at the stage. It was us and like all 60 year old women. For yeah. Real. We were that we're the like the only ones under thirty. I think uh, maybe I was thirty. I don't know. Let's not get into how old I was. <laughs> you were young. We yeah, were young. we were young. Sorry. Um, and so this guy comes up after the concert and grabs Kristen's arm. And you take it away, Chris. He said that Trent wanted to meet me, <laughs> and I literally, I, I, my eyes rolled back in my head, and they glazed over, and I was just freaking out. I started shaking, and I'm like, Oh my god, oh my god, Brandy, he wants oh to meet me. He god. wants to meet me. And you grabbed me by the shoulders, <laughs> and you shook me, and you looked me in the eye, and you said, Kristen Elizabeth Carroll, soon to be Takeman. This is it's not the real Elvis. It's not Elvis. This man's like, not Chris, real. It's not. Elvis and you, you I'm were in sure. full Elvis. You didn't, you weren't even hearing me. No, and I think that I actually kind of pulled you aside and I was like, Brandy, this is the closest I will ever get to the real thing, and I, I'm sticking by that. I, I, I know the because you I almost get. left with him, and I had to drag you away from him. <laughs> I was like, "We're getting married. Remember, we're having a wedding." <laughs> um, we went out and to the front, and Elvis Trent came over to Kristen, and she was like. Goog, like we had dinner yeah. with them actually. Yeah, no. So we he invited us to like some tiki <laughs> crazy lounge. So we all go there, and he walks in, and he was like, he was Elvis. You, you have he, to. He, he was, was acting Elvis. like he was Elvis, yes. and Kristen was acting like he was Elvis, and asking him questions about Graceland. <laughs> and we're all the girls are looking at each other like, what the? F-? We like we stepped into like this time warp, and you were you guys were like he was in a zone. You I were in a zone. zone. I'm like, crazy. this is not going to no, end well. No. <laughs> And then we go to leave, and he invites you back to his the ranch. trailer. What is that? <laughs> no, he said he had a ranch I, or something. Well, I blacked out about. Oh no, I remember. You're, he's like, you're like Brandy. I'm just, gonna, I'm gonna go to the ranch. I'm like, you're not going <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> and like they're hugging, and I want to say, I won't say that they were kissing, but something was happening. <laughs> and I was like, Kristen. You listen to me now. I, like I was shaking. I'm like, yeah. you were not. He, first of all, he told us he had a pregnant girlfriend back he at did. the ranch. He did. I blacked out on that. She was Brazilian. Or what yeah. I, I mean, who cares? Yeah. She was pregnant at the ranch, and he was inviting you to come. I know, and I was and okay with that. Yes. I think you're like, well, I mean, I was like, 
No, 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 yeah, no, no. So we barely got Kristen away from Elvis alive. <laughs> just barely. Josh owes me his life yeah, and his marriage. Does, yeah, yeah. Right. But there, he does. Yeah, he, he does. He, no, he he's very, that. I love, her, her husband, by the way, he's going to make great TV. I saw, when I saw Andy, we had a coffee and he's like, Josh is hilarious. He's oh my God, great. I love it. And I'm like, I've always known this. I call him the mayor of New York because he totally. seems to know everyone everywhere we go yeah but more than new york i feel like everywhere josh yeah, he, knows everybody he does know every he's very social yeah i really like that about him yeah josh and i like we like I we're at a party that, but <laughs> <laughs> i have my issues with him being social. well i mean so what your theory on if he cheats ever because you've said this to me do you want to say that or no oh yeah i just don't want to know about it yeah just yeah. don't want to know about it yeah. and, like, but he's not cheating no on i don't me. think he no of course not. <laughs> Okay. No one would ever cheat on either one of us. No. Hello. Again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, Kristen was there for all of that really wild, mm-hmm. tumultuous fun as well. Yeah, what the hell? We're not going to talk about no, that. No, we're not talking about that. No. But you, she was around for the goods, the bads, and the uglies. The good, and the bad, she, and the I will tell you, out of all my friends who they were all amazing, was the one that pulled that man, my ex-husband, aside mm-hmm. and really let him have it. I and did. I, I know. And I appreciate that because my friends now, even though I love them all, they're like, they'll still say, hi, how are you? Mm-mm. I'm like, Kristen's a ride or die bitch. Yeah, really I really, I'm so happy you said that. I really am a ride or die bitch. I'm not <laughs> You're not to say it, but you are a ride or die bitch. <laughs> I, um, yeah, no, I am. Like, don't mess with my friends, man. Yeah. Like, I really I'm very passionate that. about that Me shit. Me too. I'm sorry. I will go down for a sister. Mm-hmm. I am very loyal. Totally. I just, I do not put up with anything. If you hurt my friend, you hurt yeah, me. totally. But let's clarify something because you, yes. somebody on Twitter recently said that you call everybody your BFF and I, I'm uh, kind of, I'm going to go off on a limb and say I'm one of the top five. Yeah, I'm, so maybe I, I need like a different name. Okay, but it's I don't call everybody do. my BFF. <laughs> you do, but do I? But I do have a lot of girlfriends. No, I, do. I, know, I know. I have like no, you do. Right. Like I, I do. I know. So there's 13 of you guys. So uh, is I, it, did you count? There really yeah, is. There's oh. 13. But I mean, you're definitely top three. Okay, good. You, Jen, Trina. Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta keep I guess I do call everybody. No, I don't. I, you know, there are people that have just gone above and beyond for me. And no, those people I will love forever. And I do have a lot of friends. I'm very blessed. And I love you all. I'm sorry. I do say BFF a lot, but yeah. you but are. that's just your thing. Yeah. No, I know. I hear you. I mean, there's different levels of BFF. There's right. levels like gangster bitch levels. That's you. Okay. Oh. And then there's like the newer ones. So which, I should I should be like GB. You should be OGB. Okay. OGBFF. All right. So like, let's start. Okay. Because <laughs> that will just help me. Right. <laughs> yeah. How are you finding Twitter? You're new on there. I know. Well, you got me this crazy <laughs> ass job, and then she gets me the job. We'll have to talk about that. Yes. And then she's like, "You got to get on Twitter." And I'm like, oh, "I don't want to get on Twitter." Now I'm cracked out on Twitter. I, I have. Like I've crack. gotten a marriage proposal. Oh, nice. Yeah. You will get a lot of love, and you will get a lot of hate. I know. And you just can't. The hate's going to come. Please be nice. I'm a really nice person. Be nice And I'm a gangster bitch. Yeah. She's an OG PFF. (laughs) (laughs) I will take you down. Mm -hmm. But so here's how Kristen became a New York housewife. Mm -hmm. So I was in New York for the upfront parties. Yeah. And Kristen's always my date when I'm in New York. We always go out and do stuff. So I said, do you want to come? It's probably going to be boring, but I didn't want to go by myself. And And you didn't know what it was, to be honest. No, I had 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 never been. I didn't. I thought it was going to be a fun party. I didn't know it was going to be like 
everyone just wanted to take work. pictures like it was and like, like super work. legit yeah. not fun for you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, obviously it was, I was just happy to spend time with you, but it was like crazy. No, but yeah. you ran into Heather who you already knew yes. and you met some of the other girls yes. and then we walk up to Andy and we're talking to Andy and I'm like, Hey, I go, Andy, this is your next New York housewife. And he's like, ah, ha, ha. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. And we go, we go about our night. And well, no, then you said to him, he's like getting pulled in a million different directions. And then you said to him, you know, she knows Heather, Heather Thompson, Heather Thompson. Oh, did I? I don't yeah. Remember she, I, I she's memory like, is she, you, you said, this is my girlfriend. She lives in New York. She needs to be the next New York housewife. She knows Heather and she's a model. It, By like, the so way, fast. though, you've never once asked me no, about put getting that on the, the record. Show. I will say never once did she, we never even talked about no, it. I don't even we, know how okay, that came out of my mouth. Let's be clear. Everybody knows Brandy. Everybody <laughs> out there, you all know Brandy at this point. Like she just, it just, she blurted it out of her mouth at this party. Just, I was like, I didn't, I, and I like, just, Kristen, you're going to be the next New, York, next New York housewife. I was like, what are I, you talking? talking about and I want everybody to know I have a one-year-old baby at home okay that was the latest I'd stayed out in like a year <laughs> Chris is like you're crazy I never go out I never do anything just because I had a little baby at home I have two kids you know I, know. We, I felt like I lost Kristen a little I bit know. when she had her babies you lose me when I have babies I but know. I'm done but I will say so after I don't know Kristen never asked me to introduce her it was never no, anything like that ever. so when people say that it pisses me off no oh do people say that somebody said that Ooh. to me like oh of course she's your friend because she wants to be on the show I'm like no that, we never even no. talked about it it just came out out of my mouth to Andy. And then the next day, Andy texts me and he's like, can I get Kristen's number? And you're like, Kristen who? Uh, I was like, yeah. And then I text you that you might be calling. And then you went through all the, you went through all the interview processes yourself. Yeah. You got yourself the job. Yeah. I just, for some reason, brought it up out of the, I don't know why it just came to my, I, it's just like, oh, this could be fun. Yeah. Well, you and, obviously knew that maybe they were looking for somebody or something. You caught wind of that. I don't know. I don't like, know that I did. I just no. looked at you and said, you know what, Chris? I mean, New York was a little boring. Let's be honest. They needed you. <laughs> that, I'm not talking. I don't know. You you can't. I mean, you can't. I'm just yeah. saying, as a viewer, I mean, some, I mean, that's what people say. It, I mean, it's, but you know you what? Let's fresh blood. You know what? This is the thing too that I, I think about the last season, and I honestly, I watched it. I sat on my girlfriend Erica's couch the whole time it aired a couple summers ago, and I don't remember any of it. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but I think it was hard too because there was three new cast members. So I think it's like really hard when there's three new girls. So it was like I feel like it takes a minute for everybody to get the flow and everything, right. and then like at the end there was like. A big There's three new, new girls on yours. No, the, the oh, season oh, oh. before. Me. Oh yeah, you know I think it. People, it's hard the audience, to find your connection. Yeah, the audience gets used to. See, they don't like you to change the recipes. So yeah. Much. So like when Adrian and Taylor went away, and we have two new cast yeah, members. Yeah, that's what I mean. It people takes are a having a hard time with it. Yeah. Like this isn't. This feels weird. And it took them half the season to get to know the new girls, and then it was sort of like the season was over. You know. So I think that's a little bit of what happened. Yeah. And they've been off the air for almost two years, Brandy. That's a really? long time. Yes. We were shooting at the same time, and Kristen would call me and be like, "When you used I hate to, you. <laughs> when you used to complain to me, I was like, want, want, you're on a TV show, shut up, bitch.' And then you're like, "Oh my god, yeah, this is really no. hard." Brandy would always be like, "I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy." I'm like, "What are you talking about? You only have your kids half the time, and like, you know, you're shooting what do you a TV mean? show." Yeah, oh my god, it's crazy. It's it's, it's just so busy, and then your kids on top of it, it's it's nuts. It's, it's wonderful, amazing. I had the we're best very lucky. Time. We're very 100%. lucky, yes. but it's. It's really J-O-B, man. It's really hard work. Agreed. And yeah. then you'll find out when you have to watch it back and you've done something kind of assholic. Yeah. Oh that God. I made that word up. It's like all the fights you guys had during the season. You have to relive it. You're Ugh. all going to get in the same fights over again. Great. Like my dad's like not really talking to me now again because he's watching it back on TV. Oh so it, and I tried to explain to like some people like that. I'm like, you guys, the new girls. Carlton's like, we're over it. I'm like... 
trust me, yeah. everyone will start writing again as it airs. And it, it really, as long as you can, be, you're a strong woman. And I think as long as you cannot let the Twitterverse and the, that stuff get to you, then you will be a-okay. I hope so. I know. That's going to be hard. It's going to be... It was so funny because I'm like, you know, okay with everything that we shot. And then I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to like listen and watch what they say about me. Like, I know what I said about that. Exactly. Like, oh my God, what could you possibly say that's bad about me? It's I know. Like, oh God. It's coming. Hello. It's that's so the hard coming. part. I know. But when you told me... I'm, I can't give the storyline away, but you told me something that happened. And I was like, you know what I would have told you? I would have told you to go F yourself. <laughs> and you're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for that episode. I know. I'm very excited about it all. There's a lot of craziness. I yes. wish I could like t- say it all, but it's insane. Like this, It was an insane season. We had so many fun trips and... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know I know. I have the secrets in my head and I will not tell you, but let's give eBoost, your husband's company, a Yay. little shout out mm-hmm. because it really is the best hangover medicine. Yes. And Kristen takes one, not that she's hungover all the time. <laughs> no, for you, it's a great hangover exactly. medicine. For me, it's, I don't drink coffee anymore. I have not had a coffee at all in almost six years. Oh, I take sorry. an e-boost after breakfast and sometimes after lunch. You do a lot of e-boosting. Yes. But it really is good. And when I'm starting to feel sick, or I'm yeah. like getting a cold. Totally. I, I push it on people and then they get addicted. Yeah. And I even talked about it in my book and everyone's yeah, like... Yeah, you did. I, I love it. I know. It really is. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I would never... But even for energy though, it's green tea. It's it all healthy. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's um it's green tea though. No, it's I like not, it. Yeah, it's I like, like good it. Yeah. I, I get more more things done. I'm like, e-boost. I'm boosting. I know. I know. I know. This morning I had one before the drive over and I was like totally lagging before. I know. No, it definitely is like my own little personal crack that's yeah. not crack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it Healthy makes you crack. not that hungry. So it's like oh. a double bonus. Yeah, no, it's good. good <laughs> it's stuff. skinny crack that's legal and healthy. All right. Well, will you come back and see yes. when we can talk like about the show show a little yes. more? I know. I can't wait. Let's get in some trouble. You've got to figure it out. I'm, I thought you were like, you have all the connections. <sighs> Do I? <laughs> yeah. Josh got invited. Puffy invited Josh to his party. And I was like, great. So we're going to invite Brandy. We're going to, Puffy's having a big party. Da da. And then Josh saw him yesterday and he's like, yeah, so I'll see you at the party. Da da da. Miami. Josh is like, oh, I thought your, I thought Miami. your party was in, was in LA. <laughs> I know. So that's out. Th- those are the fun days hanging out with Puff. I, like, we oh, have to talk God. about that at some point. Puff and so we fun. Taco night, hanging, rolling with Puff Daddy. Right? And the white party. He gave us his house in the Hamptons. Oh, my God. Remember that? Oh that God. was so fun. For Super Saturday. That yes. was like one of the first Super Saturdays. How we fun had, was that? We had Puffy's house. And he's like, here, take it. Yeah. Bye. Love it. <laughs> we were cool. Right. Really cool. Those were the days. And he was rolling with I J-Lo. Know. I know. We're so, still cool, though. Yeah, we're still cool. Hi, Puff. Not maybe as Miss cool, you. but. <laughs> maybe you can get P. Diddy up in here. Yeah. Puff, come see me. Come see me sometime. I miss you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about it. All right. Thanks so much. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered and the beautiful Kristen Takeman. And look forward to watching her on the new season of New York Housewives. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. Hey, uh, Brandy, there's two very common New Year's resolutions people usually arrive to. Do you know what those are? Start a business. That's one of them. Mm, maybe be more organized. Quickly do both at LegalZoom.com. Oh, that's amazing. I always think about it when I'm on a plane thinking, shoot, I should have got that will because I'm going to die in flames. You haven't done that yet? I guess I haven't. You and need to do that. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to go on LegalZoom and do it yes. like a will. Just yes. So I'm just leaving everything to my kids. Getting your life organized starts. 
starts with the last will and testament or living trust. Those are important as well. I need it. I need help. Protect your assets, your family. If you want to start a business, LegalZoom can help you. Everything at LegalZoom. So if I want to incorporate, can I go on LegalZoom and do that? Yes, and that's what I did. Oh, really? Because yep. it's expensive. They take care of everything. They file all the paperwork. They do everything that you could possibly need. I need to do that because I'm getting robbed blind by certain people in my life that are like, oh, it's going to be $1,500 for this and 1500 for that. I'm like, if I can go on the internet and do it myself, I'm going to do it. You're not going to pay that lawyer. Go to LegalZoom. They file it with the state. Two weeks, you got a binder. You're incorporated. Wow. And they I'm, have an A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. You know, that is a very big deal. Nine out of 10 customers recommend the service to their friends and family. And that's a big deal too. Referrals are everything it, in this it's, world. Word of mouth is everything. So to get my life organized, you're telling me I need to go on LegalZoom.com, get my will and testament, a living trust and incorporated. Get you uh, all willed out and testamented out. Will you help me? I'm serious. Yeah, I'll help you with it. LegalZoom's step-by-step process was created by a team of experts in law and technology. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with a third-party attorney and provide you with self-help services. For special savings, enter Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I, in the referral box at checkout. Don't let another month go by before you take care of these things for your family and business, from wills to trademark applications, power of attorney, and even bankruptcy help. Go to LegalZoom.com for all your legal needs. It actually is a one-stop shop. Use LegalZoom.com. I'll get in touch with them and we'll make that happen. Oh, cool. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down or put it in your cell phone. 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Unfiltered. Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I am sitting here with two very handsome men, Jim Florentine and Don Jameson from the VH1 show, The Metal Show, and from other things, obviously, your stand-up comedians. And I was actually stalking you online, Jim, and we have something in common. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I, too, wanted to be molested as a child and was passed up. Really? Yes. What what happened? Well, see, I, you know, I was an altar boy, so... Yeah, well, I was, was in Lutheran uh, the, school, so... Okay, yeah. But when, they didn't really go after the girls too much, though. Did they, they did. Uh, my the sister got did, felt up. By... My principal. Yeah. But the, nothing for me. I didn't get... He didn't even look at me sideways. Did you feel hurt by that? Yeah. I mean, now, looking back, I'm super bummed. I was thinking, like, all this and nothing? <laughs> well, I it messed with my self-esteem for a long time because he wanted... You know, the priest wanted to molest it. Like, 9 and 11 altar boys. There was two of us. Yeah. I yeah, mean, and I was like, why not me? That's what happened to me. Super hot, 
pass me up. They, I'm just out of their league. Yeah, he couldn't get you. He's yeah, like, he's like, he's gonna have to, I'm going to have to take him to Chuck E. Cheese a few exactly. times. Exactly. Yeah. You know, maybe to movies. He's spend like, these other money. kids are going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. He didn't want to spend money on me. Meanwhile, he didn't have to spend anything. I was easy. I would have put out. I know. So I guess my sister was not. Maybe no, I mean, if I, saw, I saw pictures of him when he was a kid. I would have totally molested him. You know what? Yeah, me too. Yeah. I actually wasn't cute as a kid, so I kind of yeah. got it. Well, you grew into it? Um, I got fake boobs and called it a day. Yeah. All right. So tell me about your show. Oh, it's an, an hour talk show. It's basically like the Tonight Show for ACDC fans. Nice. So we just we just have like, you know, hard rock and metal guys on. We sit and talk with them and do trivia and just have dumb arguments. And What about Dead Kennedys? Do you guys know? Do you remember those guys? Yeah, absolutely. That's punk, yeah. yeah. Oh, is it punk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh. more punk, but no, I mean, those guys are great. Yeah, legends. Yeah. My sister was, I'm, I'm a rap passionate person. Is yeah. that even right? Sense. Rap, yeah, rap, I, Brandy I, Glanville, I, Rap Passionate. That's your I'm next podcast. You are good. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. you stay? Because I'm, I'm be not feeling good today. No, but my sister, we shared a room growing up, and she was fully into rock, so I know all about it, even though I didn't want to know about it. So mm. let's give me some trivia. Ask me some questions. So, but so you were more into rap then? Yeah. What, I, what, what kind of rap? Like gangster rap. Okay. Yeah. Rick Ross, like you know, no metal or hard rock at all. ACDC, Metallica, no, I, any of that stuff. Well, I like I listened to it all because my sister had a record player and we mm. shared a room, so I had to hear it all. And now I love it. Actually, I have a CD in my car, and the number one song is "Cherry Pie" by, by Warrant. Warrant. Yeah, yeah, I that's your fit, like one of your favorite yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah we had yeah. Janie Lane on our show like a really? couple months before he passed away. Yeah, so. But not that, you know, pe- <laughs> you know, most people who do our show live to talk about it afterwards. But or do they remember? I mean, a lot of those guys did, like, major drugs. I know. Yeah. They, uh, a lot of them, you know, half of them didn't. You have to remind the them. Like, yeah. Some of them go, like, like, you know more about me than I do, you know. <laughs> the 80s, totally gone. I have no no memory of the 80s. So, But yeah. then a lot of them are sober now, like guys like Slash. Right. You know, mm-hmm. Half the guys in Guns N' Roses were all heroin addicts and stuff, and now they're, like, healthy, and they do yoga. Yeah, no, I know Duff McKagan. Susan's a friend of mine his wife and yeah. he's you know he's been on and off the sober train but he's definitely sober now but a lot of those guys they have to be sober they'd be dead yeah, yeah. Duff basically the doctor said because his pancreas or something exploded it's just, right? yeah, yeah it was just about to explode he said if you have one more drink of alcohol done. yeah you're done yeah so like you know those guys used to go to the gym and they used to like fill like a thermos up with vodka <laughs> the and they, gym? And they yeah. put it in the cup holder on the treadmill and yeah. they would drink so while they were working out. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. <laughs> I know, but to them it did. Well, yeah. because they would... need to be like rock and roll skinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I mean, that is a thing. I think there's pressure for those guys to be that skinny, honestly. Worse for than like some of the women out here. It is because people want, even 20 years later, yeah. these guys, people want to see what they, you know, what what they look like back in the day. If they're right. a little heavy, they're like, oh, oh man. Look let himself go. Yeah, look at that guy. It's only like 15, 20 pounds. Like, man. Yeah. You know, everyone's in the crowd like, man, he filled out. <laughs> <laughs> we're comics. It doesn't matter if we're thin. You I know. know. If I we mean, have man boobs, we just wear a loose shirt. it doesn't matter if you're thin because you guys are a little heavy. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. And so, hairy. Uh, yeah, you have a lot of hair. You're lucky. I know. Do you I take know. Propecia? No, I don't need it. I mean, the hair grows everywhere. But that's a bad thing, too. Very yeah. patchy. On the back? Yeah, a little bit. Back? On the ba- a little oh. bit. A little bit. Do you not want to, like, take it off? I don't know how to do it. Can we? I, I mean, I can help you. Can we do it live on this? Yeah. Yeah, maybe on we On the could. podcast? Art, can you bring in some there? <laughs> no, no, we're waxing, like a- my friend. Are we we're going to put you through a little pain. You're going right. to know what us women go through to I, be I, I like hairless. To. Yeah. <laughs> There's a man groomer thing. It could reach your back. It's like this really? buzzer thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, if you use got little it? patches. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> All right. I borrowed it from my wife. Oh, you? Is your? Oh. <laughs> your wife has back hair. Well, 
Not <laughs> Italian. <laughs> She's got like the 70s porn mustache. Oh, yeah. My mom has the 70s like yeah. bush. Like you can see oh. the bump in her jeans. And I don't I mean like she's she got married when she was 19. She's been with one man her whole life. Right. I, I can't tell her like cut it down, trim it. I, but, you know, there's the she's got the lady lump. Did a hair stick out the side? Did you ever see that? I did see a lot of bush growing up. Yes. Wow. Um, my parents were very naked and I'm still scarred from it all. Really? Your parents walked around naked? All the time. Yes. Wow. It was they were like, my dad grew pot. My mom was like, like chill, you know. I like natural, though. I, yeah. I don't really do much grooming down there. Well, I don't like when dudes do it because then it's like you're like making out and rubbing on them and you get like chafed. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not and hot. you get yeah, nicked up down there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you saw your, so you saw your dad naked? Did he have a big penis? You know what? I don't. I don't have anything to compare it. To. I mean, like I remember, it was like balls hanging out of the side of his swim shorts because he had the little dolphin swim shorts. I mean, it was. It's a visual mm. I don't enjoy looking back at, but it's a serious issue. I mean, all you guys have is your hair and your penis yeah. size. To yeah. worry about, we have to worry about a lot of different. Well, one things. out of two ain't bad in my case. <laughs> I got my, I got hair, but I mean, we have to guess. Like we are, like let's say we are on a date, and like, am I wasting my time? But you're a size queen, so you size most women queen. don't worry really. Does yeah, that have like, to be thick? Mm, well, I don't know if you notice, <laughs> my nickname is Girth Brooks. <laughs> Well, that's good for your wife, right? Yeah. My She's... girlfriend calls me Johnny Depth. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have a boyfriend anymore. Wide herp. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. You guys are quicker than me. You guys are comedians. I wanted to do, I want to be a comedian. Not like a real one, but I want to do like some like sketches. I think it would be really fun. You, you should do it. Yeah. Will you guys help me? Absolutely. Yeah. Just write, jot down some stuff. Cause you're like, we're, you know, we, you thrive a little bit in chaos and like in oh, your I do. life. I, I need it. That's I, good for yeah. a comic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause no, you exactly. have a lot of stuff to pull from. Yes, I do. You know? <laughs> So we just take all this sad shit in our lives and make it funny. funny. Yeah, that's what I, that saves a lot of money on therapy, believe me. Listen, I'm, no, I'm not paying a therapist anymore. I'm smarter than all of them. Do you ever feel like you go in there and you're like, why am I paying you? Like, I could have told myself. I already know that. I already mm-hmm. know I have a problem. What do you think the problem is? My personal problem? Yeah. Her dad's balls are hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah I have well. that in the back of my head. Um, do we really want to get into this? Yeah, why all not? Right. Yeah. I have um, a picking problem. I like to pick at things. Whether and if there's nothing to pick at, like I, I will self mutilate. Pick what? Pick at like my skin, okay. my anything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, you have a problem with it." And I said, "Yes, I, that is why I'm here." He's like, "Well, why don't you bury your tweezers and your needles and things in the backyard and have like a little burial?" That didn't go well because I just went and undug yeah, and them, dug and, them up, and dug it myself. Or why, <laughs> yeah. why am I putting my tools that I need for my daily life? Yeah, so that's that's my problem. I like to self mutilate a little. Huh. I'm sharing it with the world. Well, no, I mean, well, you're not a cutter, though. No, I'm a digger. Okay, yeah. I'm a digger. If you were a cutter, I'd ask you out. So yeah. You're only a digger. You're not but a I'm into other things. Yeah. Do you think, I, I always talk about, Don, about this and people, don't you think like on a first date you should get the sexual stuff right out of the way, what you like sexually, what size, all that other stuff, if you if you got a connection and you want to sleep with that person? Because why figure it out later? Yeah, by the like fourth or fifth three, date, or whatever like, it is, and yeah. the guy sucks, and he's just going off what the what the last girl he was with. He's like, oh well, she likes oral right. for half hour, and then 
and then have sex. And you know, meanwhile, you you hate that. You're like, no, just let's do it. Yeah. And he doesn't know the right positions, all that stuff. So you just go in completely blind. Yeah, but what if you? I mean, as long as you're attracted to the person. So what? So do you tell a guy what you like sexually right off the bat before you go in bed? No, I want to see what they're. I want to see what they're what coming with. Is, because yeah. honestly, I've been surprised lately with this guy that I I try to keep breaking up with him, but the sex is so good mm-hmm. that it's like. We don't get along at all. Yeah, purely sexual. He did things that I didn't know could be done. So I, I'm like, I gotta figure out what you're doing so I can teach the next guy. Yeah. So because I need to move on from him, we're not healthy together. No. What does Shame. he do that he, you didn't even know? Like n- newer things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that can help my relationship. Um, yeah. You know what? I mean, come over and maybe you, you can watch. Maybe Which we can get. I, we can hide in the closet. Yeah. Are you? Well, I I'm not. Like, I, I'm a little bit of a voyeurist. What about you guys? Absolutely, yeah. Have you ever sat and watched? No. When we were younger, though, yeah, we used to, like, you know, used to hide in the closet when your friend was getting laid. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'd bring beers in there. Oh, I didn't know that. Popcorn. Yeah, yeah. You hang out. <laughs> totally yeah. quiet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, but hopefully what? she screams a little because that covers up the sound of the chilling. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. So what? if there's a couple having sex in the room, do you, what if they say, hey, why don't you join in? Like, I, is, that, is that over the line or? I mean, I think that if you're cool with the girl and there's rules and there's certain things, I mean, I, it's a definite turn on, but you also don't want to get in, like, you don't want to mess up a relationship. Yeah, but threesomes if you're all, are tricky. Yeah, I mean, really if you're, they're smoking pot and it just seems to happen naturally at the Chateau Marmont one mm. night with some random, I mean, this is totally <laughs> just making this up. Of course. Yeah. Um, then it happens. I like that. I like when it's natural and not planned. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, that's true. No, because if you give a woman too time, too much time to think about, well, yeah, no. they overthink it and they go, and no. And they get jealous and they back out at the very yeah, end. Yeah, because it's no. really, afterwards, you're probably like, I probably shouldn't have done that even though it was fun. Right. So. It has to happen naturally because when you plan it, I tell you, everything goes wrong. I had that one time with a girlfriend and she got all mad afterwards. She said, you had sex with her the same way you have it with me. I go, I only have one style. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, got. I go, because even if I mixed it up, she'd be like, why did you sleep? Why did you have yeah. sex with her that way? What's she never, doing yeah. different? Yeah, you're screwed either way. So yeah, I just figured, let me do it the same way. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite way to do it? Um, usually her sleeping. <laughs> So just quit. It all depends. Out. Whatever the girl likes, you know. I don't no. last long, so I'm a I'm, I'm a big fan of oral to give to give. Oh, yeah, that's great. I think a lot of are you Jewish? No, you're not no. Jewish. No. A lot of my Jewish boyfriends they don't they don't do oral. I'm really bummed. I mean, mm. it's a big deal. I guess it's not kosher. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't like good. the girls that have multiple orgasms. No? The ones that go five, six, oh, seven, eight. it's too much work for you. Yeah, or they just want to do it all night. Yeah. Right. Well, let's talk about some things that we can actually probably air. Maybe that's why I do my podcast <laughs> in my basement, in my office. So Make I don't have to worry. it by well, yourself. Well, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Do you ever think about putting a camera in and then like, Sharing your podcast. Yeah, I'm like, eventually going to do that. Yeah, maybe like a, what do you call it? Yeah, it's like a Ustream thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah I could do it. Yeah. But I'm just usually by myself. I just do like a rant for like 45 minutes or an hour. So I don't know how interesting that would be. I like to somebody. do things by myself. Really? <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, I, I do these video blogs for this um, Australian magazine. Right. And so I sit and I talk at myself on the computer and I crack myself up. And I'm like, people are like, who is in there? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, no, it's just me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know, it's kind of fun. I don't know why it's so fun, but 
I don't know. I think life is too short not to laugh every day. Mm-hmm. And I do have some comedian friends that are very dark people. Of course, we're all Most dark. of them are, yeah. yeah. Yep. Wow. That's where we get our comedy from. It's, I mean, like they feel the need. I can tell when they're having an off day, I stay away. But they feel the need to be on all the time. Do you ever feel that need? No. We're not like that. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we, in fact, we don't like comics who are on all the time. You know, it's scary. It gets yeah. a little annoying. Yeah. It's yeah, like, who are you? Because you know you're not that person. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a time and place for it. But yeah, just uh, most people, when they meet us, like, you guys are comedians. You don't seem funny. I'm like, like say well, something funny. I don't know Do what something. to tell you. Right. I'm not working now, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you're, to be a, regular I'm like dude. you're a doctor. I will check out this lump on my balls right, right. here at the airport then. <laughs> Oh, what do no, you mean? it's true. Like, oh, this is my friend. He's a comedian. And then you feel, I guess maybe I maybe I put them into dark, deep depressions by telling them to, this is my friend, the comedian. Who and are your people, comedian friends? You probably know him. Uh, Chris Catan, I'm friends with. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to like out all of them. Well, well you didn't Why, say he's gay? No, 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 no. Oh, he's okay. just dark. He can be dark. Yeah. I love Chris. He can just be dark. The darkest performers Chris. really yeah, are, are really usually good. the best ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Richard Pryor, come on, you know. Really? But his dark life was, was what made yeah. him so brilliant. It is. It's and true. I could never live a life of chaos like that. So I'd rather not be in Comedy Central's top 100 comedians and like be able to like, you know, yeah, buy a house, have a mortgage, have a family and like live a regular life you know do you have a family um i have a house and my girlfriend and you know you have a kid no nah, no kids you want a kid i have two how old yeah. are yours 10 and 6 i got one three and a half oh boy. nice boy yeah oh i have boys too i love you the best little like their boat their dad is like super yeah funky he's a guy. Guy, yeah and so i have two little studs that are already like my kindergartner actually he's in first grade he's like yeah i just broke up with my girlfriend she's in fifth grade really fifth grade yeah like we're sitting in there like waiting and he's like there's my ex-girlfriend i'm like you're six (laughs) yeah yeah i love having a son he's great yeah they're like little they're just hurricanes and they're simple creatures and they want to beat the shit out of each other and then eat and then lay down it's great. It never changes. That's still, no, it's you know, we're in our mid forties and we yeah. still like doing that stuff. Penis, Farts are still funny. Yep. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's My so mom gross. doesn't understand it. She's like, why? Cause he just walks around, puts his butt out. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like that. And he laughs every time. And mom's like, don't teach him that. I go, look, it, it, he's three. It's gross. You yeah, guys are gross. Boys are yeah. gross, but it's yeah. forever. Like yeah. they pick their nose. They get in my car. They smell. I'm like, roll the windows down. Mm-hmm. It's boys are gross little creatures. Like I, I don't like the word. F-A-R-T, I say toot, and they're like, oh, like they're like lifting their butt cheeks up, and I'm like, yeah. you guys are so gross. <laughs> we were doing that on the plane on the way out here. No, seriously. Yeah. I mean, everything's ball sack and, yep. and everything. It's like, oh. How come you won't say fart? I don't. I'm like not a bathroom humor kind of girl. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So what? do you go to the bathroom in front of like if you're a guy you're dating? I've never been to the bathroom in my life. No, but if you're with a guy, like say you guys have a hotel room, how I do you go if you with my yeah. husband for 13 years? I never went pee in front of him once. No, so you guys what? had separate bathrooms. Yeah. Now we were, what about- we were rich. I'm not rich anymore. So so let's say you're you had dating- to drop a deuce. Oh my god! What would you do? Well, let's like, say you're dating a guy, no right? Way. And you guys get a hotel room for the night, and you have to yeah. go number two. How you're does the- that work? Okay, first of all, I don't go number two. Let's okay, just get let's that say out hypothetically, if you ever did, if it was another person, right. then my yeah. advice for a woman in that situation that actually has to do that, I would say go down to the lobby. Say you're getting some ice. Mm-hmm. Go use the other bathroom. I I personally would never go to the bathroom outside of my own home. Right. If, if if I actually went to the bathroom. But let's just say, you know, let's just let's say, just say you, hypothetically you had to. Let's let's say you, you had a little too much of Taco Bell and you, I you eat know. Del Taco. Let's get it straight. All right, Del Taco. Okay. 
and you know you can feel you know something brewing in the chamber. Would, is, how do you hold it in? The, I I'm a girl. Let's talk about like. So what happens pretty. if the guy? Do you are you okay with the guy going in the bathroom in the hotel? So what happens if he goes in there and then you have to go in there right afterwards? I don't. I mean, like I just pretend like it's not happening. Right. <laughs> I <Really>? do. <laughs> I just said like I I don't know what just happened. I didn't. I just yeah. like you know everything's fine. And I don't like when guys are gross. Like I couldn't date a guy that like like would just toot in front of me and think it was funny or burp. Mm. So really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. My but, guy friends, it's fine, but I still tell them they're disgusting. Right. And I have some girlfriends that like to do it just to get me upset, right? Because they're disgusting. But a um, guy you're dating, you wouldn't. No, I'm not. I'm not into. I'm into manners. But you were married 13 years, so he was. Did man- you just pretend like it wasn't happening? Yeah, when he went we to had drop our own a few bathrooms. logs in the bowl. Ew, ew. he was very hygienic, and we had our own bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I don't, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Except now I have to wipe a six year old's ass and a 10 year old's ass. So it's a serious issue. They're like, mom, I'm like, are you kidding me? I, 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 like, I gag every time. It's a disaster. Mm. I'm in complete bathroom denial. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. We have to wrap it up. It's, we're having fun. Oh, really? We're just warming up. I know. Well, tell, tell me more about the metal heads. That yeah. Don't so no. Yeah. We we have a new season of that metal show. It starts January 18th on VH1 Classic. Nice. A lot of people say, "Oh, you're on VH1," and it, we're actually on VH1 Classic. If you find regular VH1, go like 150 channels past there. Oh, okay, perfect. That's where we are. I yeah. don't even watch VH1 at all, so yeah. Well, they don't even <laughs> have music on there. Our channel actually has music. Oh, that's and, and good. And they play hard rock and metal, so yeah. And you'll see us on there, and uh, you know we'll have a bunch of people. Ted Nugent will be on this season. Oh, amazing! And, We've know. had Duff McKagan on a bunch of times. Oh, I love he's Duff. A, he's yeah. a great guy. Do you know that Susan just got like crazy stalked, and they had to like go yes. hide in hotel rooms. Wow. I did. I think like uh, Duff mix, uh, missed some uh, some of his gigs. Like, yeah, oh, no, he had to come psychotic. back and testify or no, something. No, they had to go and like hide out in hotel rooms. And this guy was seriously wanted to kill her. And wow. uh, she's one of my best friends. And I was just like, Hold, I, I just, I never thought it could get to that level. I mean, well, she's a beautiful girl. Well, yeah. yeah, when we met her the first time, we were at, uh, uh, he was playing a download in England, this big festival. And, uh, and we, me and Jim and Eddie, our other co host, uh, Duff's like, hey, well, I want to introduce you to my wife, and we're like, oh yeah, cool, hey, this is my wife, and we and we like, all three turn around and looked at her. You never saw three guys ignore a rock star <laughs> yeah. as quickly as we did. Yeah. We didn't even acknowledge him the rest of the night. We were just talking to his wife. She's so pretty, big yeah. boobs, tall. She's like an Amazon. I call her my Glamazon. Yeah. We we met modeling back in the day, and she married a rock star, and I married an actor, and now we're in L.A. And she's married him not. <laughs> and here we are, unfiltered. On unfiltered. The, on the yes, but yeah, Duff's a good dude. So yeah, we, it's on every Saturday night starting January 18th. And I also do a podcast called Comedy Metal Midgets. Oh, no, I know, but there's no midgets, I read. Yeah, there's no midgets. There's no midgets. But I just threw that in there. Do you have a thing against midgets? No, not at all. Why is it in your title? I don't know. I just figured it would be funny. And then eventually someone's going to say, you can't say that anymore. I'm going to say too bad. Well, yeah. I mean, they, we're all going to be censored. No one's going to say anything anymore. Yeah. Eventually. You're going to have to call comedy metal yeah. little people. Yeah, yeah, little people or dwarfs. Comedy <laughs> metal dwarfs. No, dwarfs is worse. No, you can't say dwarfs. You can't say that either. You can't say midgets. You can't say dwarfs. You have to say little people. Yeah. Yeah, well, well yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's good. I don't know. They should just put out a list of what words we, are we, we allowed to say. say. Yeah, right. but then no one's going to be funny anymore because I like people that are inappropriate when mm-hmm. they joke. Yeah. And that, I mean, I don't want to go see a movie that's PG-13, honestly. I want to go see a rated R movie because that's what I laugh at. Right. And maybe even NC-17. 
Yeah, well, no, and as comics, you know, we've been working in nightclubs for yeah. 15, 20 years. That's what people want to hear in a nightclub. Yeah. You know, if they want safe humor, they could stay home and they could watch, you know, a DVD or so they could put Seinfeld on or whatever. Like but if they want it nightclub, you know, humor, that's, you know, that's what we do, man. You don't want to clean that up, man. People want to hear dirty jokes. No, exactly. But that's the, the problem is people are so, you know, programmed to be offended, yeah. fake, fake, fake well, outrage. So now they come into the comedy club, and if I make a joke about, you know, I don't know why I could call my Oriental rug anymore because that's offensive. That is, that you is know, an yeah. offensive word. It, well, the that's word is Asian. I know. Right? So like, then they're, they're all sitting like, oh man, it's an Oriental. I, I'm like, I can't laugh at that. I might lose my job or something. And yeah. no, I know. It's so I was with my book agent last night, and he said, oh, this Pakistani guy. I said, do not say any kind of race around me, like of any kind. Just yeah. don't say it because no matter what you're talking about. It's just everyone's so hypersensitive. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going crazy. It it makes me really, really upset. I know that if I do... And you know what? And the bottom line is most people, 90% don't care. And they're not offended by it. It's just the media that just keeps... It's the 10%. And then social media is actually ruining it for everyone because we care. We're looking at, at... people's comments and going, we're, not, we're losing our audience. So and we're they're all a bunch of babies on right. there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, idiots. People Sorry. that have lives aren't on there. You're allowed to yeah. say idiots. Yeah. I know, I know. I use social media, but these people on there that have so much time in their day to sit and pick me apart and tell me how horrible I am as a mother, a person, a human. I have somebody boycotting my life right now. I'm like, it's awesome. Really? Yeah. They just don't want, I shouldn't be living. Amazing. So isn't that great? Yeah. You know. I should try to keep that. Don't even worry about that. Is stuff. it you? No, it's not. No, I, I can care. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. No, we don't have that kind of time. Just like do whatever. We don't care. We don't read comments about right. us. We just do whatever. That's whatever we think is funny. If comedy metal midgets is funny, then it's funny. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I like the title. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna say. You know, I'm not going little people tossing after the show today. You know, <laughs> people are always like, man, I can't believe you said that on your podcast. I go, I don't care. What are you gonna do? Right. Well, I can't wait. To, I can't wait when I don't have a TV show because then I could just say whatever the hell I want. What are they gonna take from me? Right. No, it's true. I no. mean, I. I mean, we're all like, listen, Barack Obama is our president. We're, there's no more prejudice, really. We say to get a reaction mm-hmm. because we're entertainers. I'm, I'm right. an entertainer, too. I decided. You are. So. Very entertaining. <laughs> you, and you entertain yourself, which I is do. a good thing. <laughs> Quite a lot. I have to sometimes yeah. when the kids go to their dads and just there with some dogs mm-hmm. hanging out. Well, anyway. Do you ever our- feel guilty when the dog's in the same room? When you're doing that? Oh, you know what? They're weird because they they know when yeah. like things are heating up, and they, they're that's why like they're they're like they can feel the heat. My dogs come running from the front room, and they're there. Is there something about they're you know like a dog in heat? Yeah, they yeah. can yeah. smell or something. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes well, when I'm having sex with my wife, my dog will hump my leg or lick your toe. That's, yeah, it's kind of I know. Hot so when I feel like it's toe. almost like a threesome. Yeah. technically. <laughs> yeah, so you're good, and yeah, you're not like, even get in right, trouble. Okay, counts. Technically, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But see if you can put some peanut butter like on your toes, and then when you're humping your wife. See if the dog will lick your toes. It's it's kind of amazing. That's true. You know what? That's not bad. Or if I'm on top, I'll put it on my balls. <laughs> well, what if and he goes to come bite in from behind? So that's perfect. <laughs> well, you got to be careful because what if he decides to eat? No, he, yeah. it's a little like you know, little dogs. Yeah, it's a Yorkie, so All right, can't so do now a lot we of damage. Have to try. Yeah, yeah. All right. that's a good idea. All right. On that note, thank you guys <laughs> for coming in and hanging out with me. I'm Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download a brand new episode next Tuesday at podcastone.com.
Say bye. Bye. <laughs> Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update. I'm Tim McGuire. Pope Francis is in the heart of Mexico's drug trafficking region to say mass for cheering Mexican priests, nuns, and seminarians. AP's Nicole Winfield reports from Mexico City. He's celebrating mass for Mexican clergy and nuns, and he's expected to give words of encouragement as they try to minister to a people who have really been tormented by this gang warfare and violence related to the drug trade. Winfield adds that the Pope traveled to the city to show he is in sync with the local archbishop and cardinal, who has been active in bringing the church to the people. Francis's visit to Morelia is also a sign of a vote of confidence for the archbishop, Alberto Suarez Inda. Francis made him a cardinal last year, which is a strong signal of the respect that he has for him. In his homily, Francis urged the clergy to be inspired, to get out of their comfortable lives, and to fight injustice. AP Update, I'm Tim McGuire.